You're listening to a Mango Languages podcast. Hey, her star detail. And if you speak Swedish, you probably know that I totally mispronounced that. So how can I improve my pronunciation and how can you improve yours? I'm glad you asked. Welcome back, my fellow language learners, to Adventures in Language. I'm your guide, Emily. Mastering pronunciation in a new language can be really challenging, but you shouldn't feel bad about it because there are real underlying reasons for why that's the case. In our last episode, we covered why pronunciation can be tough, and it's a great episode. Go check it out. In this episode, I'm going to tell you what you can do about it. To do that, I'll be sharing four simple and actionable tips that you can use to improve your pronunciation in any language. And for those of you who might not know me yet, I'm Emily. I'm a linguist at Mango. I've got my PhD in linguistics and a lifelong love for language learning. Well, sin más preámbulos, let's get to it. Here are your four easy tips for improving your pronunciation. Number one, listen to authentic input. Two, record yourself. Three, do some mouth-watching. I know it sounds weird. Bear with me. Four, learn the international phonetic alphabet. Okay, let's break those down. Number one, listen to authentic input. Here's the deal. In order to do the thing, you need exposure to the thing. And in language learning, that means listen, listen, listen. There's a bunch of research into listening as an effective method for helping you master pronunciation. And it all has to do with something called implicit or incidental learning. But more on that in another episode. Now, there are a whole host of ways to get exposure to auditory input in the language. Movies, TV, music, podcasts. But what is most important is that you're actually invested in what you're listening to. Otherwise, you'll end up tuning it out or losing interest. One great way to ensure that you stay the course is to integrate your listening practice with a hobby you already know you enjoy. For example, if you love cooking and you're learning French, try your hand at cooking a new dish by following along with a French-speaking cooking tutorial. You get to have fun and cook while also getting that awesome, authentic language input. If you're not into cooking but you're into fitness, try some at-home workout videos in your target language. And bonus, when you incorporate your listening practice into your hobbies, you also end up learning a bunch of vocabulary for things that genuinely interest you and that are relevant to your day-to-day life. For example, I've done at-home workout videos in Spanish, and I loved how many fitness-related words like squats and jumping jacks I got for free along the way. Okay, number two, record yourself. Listening is only half the battle. You need to speak the language yourself if you want to truly master pronunciation. And one highly effective way of doing this is to record yourself when you speak and then play it back. Now, here's a really crazy cool fact that not a lot of people know about. We often don't hear certain features of our own speech because our auditory and cortical systems filter them out when it's our own speech. Side note, these filtering mechanisms are also what's largely responsible for the why does my voice sound so different on a recording phenomenon. This happens for reasons that we don't have time to unpack in this episode, but if you'd like us to do a separate episode on it, then let us know. Main point here, guys, is recording yourself and then playing it back is one of the best ways to identify and improve your pronunciation in the language. And it's even better when you can directly compare your vocal recording with that of a native speaker's. For those of you in the Mango fam who use the Mango Languages app, this is why we offer the voice comparison feature. 
And for those of you who may not know about it, our voice comparison technology helps you hone your pronunciation alongside native speaker audio. You can even align a visual representation of your recording with the native speaker's version for comparison, practicing repeatedly until it lines up smoothly. I'm going to try it with the greeting in Swedish from earlier. Hey, hur står det till? 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 This ability to repeat the voice comparison recording and listening loop until you're satisfied not only trains your ear and tongue, but also allows you to gain confidence in your pronunciation. Also, does this mean I speak Swedish now? Okay, tip number three. Do some mouth-watching. I know, it sounds really weird, but it works. Now, to understand why this works, let's take a step back and think about what it is that we do when we produce speech. Take the words that I'm saying to you right now. My speech stream is composed of the sound waves that result from me flapping my lips, moving my tongue, and vibrating my vocal cords. And from that movement of my articulators, that's what we call all of the parts of your face that move to make speech. The sound stream streams on as sound waves pass from my mouth to your ears. Now, the point with mouth watching is to get concrete about what your articulators need to do to make your target sounds. I always think back to when I was trying to learn the Korean vowel, uh. There's no equivalent vowel sound in English, so it was a totally new sound for me. I kept listening and practicing and listening and practicing to little avail. Then I started mouth-watching, and I realized that the main fix was that my lips needed to be wider in order to make the sound correctly. Bingo! So I started doing that, and I got noticeably closer to the target pronunciation. Mouth-watching can be a really effective pronunciation strategy for visual and kinesthetic learners. Like me! Of course, seeing what the lips need to do is easy to observe through mouth-watching, but for all of the other stuff your articulators do, like your tongue and your vocal cords, all of that is inside your mouth and it isn't readily visible from the outside. To understand what those articulators need to do, mouth-watching won't cut it. That's where tip number four comes in. Tip number four, our last tip. Learn the International Phonetic Alphabet. If you learn the International Phonetic Alphabet, or the IPA for short, you can, in theory, pronounce any sound in any human language. It sounds kind of magical, but it's just one piece of paper with a bunch of symbols, and you can use it to help understand objectively what your articulators need to do in order to make any target sound. If you like tables, labels, and order, then the IPA will be a huge comfort and probably your new favorite tool when it comes to mastering pronunciation in your language. You've probably seen the IPA before, most likely in dictionary entries. And as the International Phonetic Association puts it, the IPA is the global notational standard for the phonetic representation of all languages. In other words, the IPA gives us a common set of symbols, an alphabet, if you will, for representing all the possible sounds that could exist across all human languages. This can be super helpful in helping you understand what the sound inventory is for your target language. For example, to master the uh vowel in Korean, I could have looked at the IPA and found the corresponding IPA symbol for that Korean vowel sound. And then I could have used the column and the row information from the table to concretely understand what exactly my articulators need to do in order to make that sound. In this way, you can use the IPA sheet as a kind of recipe to follow to make a target sound. If you want to know more about the IPA and how to use it, we have an episode coming just for you, and we'll link it in the description when it's live. 
Well, there you have it. Four easy tips for improving your pronunciation. To recap, they were one, listen to authentic input. Two, record yourself. Three, do some mouth watching. And four, learn the international phonetic alphabet. Oh, and last thing. When you're faced with the difficult task of pronunciation mastery, it can be really helpful to reflect on your personal language learning goals. How do you want to sound in the language? What level of proficiency are you aiming for? And how important is pronunciation to you? If you'd like a fun and easy worksheet to help you with that, then check out our free Setting Good Goals worksheet, which you can find in the sign-up link in the description. Well, my fellow language learners, that's all for this time on Adventures in Language. If you're new here and you'd like to make sure you're up to date on all of our awesome language learner content, then come join the Mango Fam by subscribing to the podcast. If you're not caught up on all the episodes in the Language Learning Tips and Tricks series, then make sure you check them out. In this series, we've covered so many topics and answered a lot of practical language questions like, what are the benefits of being bilingual? What should you know about the intermediate plateau? And what are some tips for how one can have less awkward conversations in their target language? I hope you find them helpful. Remember, language learning is an adventure, so enjoy the ride. Wondering what languages were used in today's episode? You can find all of that information and more in the description. Well, that's a hey do for now, and happy language learning. Bye!